This is the 210 Podcast, where we show you how to have more as a busy professional woman while still enjoying the mommy life. We are your hosts, Dr. Amy Steele and Dr. Carol Broxton. Happy New Year and welcome again to our podcast. We are glad you stopped by and we wish you a prosperous new year. Well, Happy New Year again this fifth week of January. Carol, how has your year gotten off to a great start? Always busy, 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 of course. (laughs) How about yourself? Well, it's been busy for sure. And you know how when you're trying to get into the swing of the new year and reestablish your routine and you come at the holidays, it just takes you a minute to get back to reality. (laughs) Just a minute. Exactly. I understand how you feel. I'm excited to get started and I'm ready to reclaim this year and claim it. You know, everyone's been pitching kind of their 2020 slogans, having 2020 vision and being very clear. And of course, we've already had five weeks into the year. This is our fifth week. And I'm still, I'm really feeling the whole 2020 vision, you know, getting clear. So how do you feel or what it, what has been your experience with these new year mantras and resolutions, so to speak? Well, it's very motivational on the social media. I see people saying they're setting the goals, they're reading the books, they're juicing, they're exercising. So everybody's still kind of motivated. And But you know, you can kind of see it wearing off over time. Or I've even had conversations with people that I work with and they're like, oh man, I'm not, I'm kind of missing the mark or what have you. So I'm motivated and, and I can't wait to just see what the year holds for us and just so excited. Yes, exactly. And I think people may be wearing down a little bit. It takes stamina, focus, determination to reach your goals. And I know that probably impacts some of them saying to you, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I can keep going, but you have to, right? Yes, exactly. That's what it's all about, staying motivated so that when you do feel burnt out, you have that extra push to keep going. Exactly. And we know as women, we try to be super women all the time. And of course, January is like a reminder that, you know, you want to be super woman on steroids in January because of the <laughs> new year and of goals and setting goals. And that's kind of what we're going to talk about today. So have you ever been guilty of being super woman or trying to be super woman? Yes, I have. And and you will feel it like at first you're good to go, but later on you're going to feel it because your body will send you signals like, okay, you need to settle down and you need to get some rest. So yes, I have been guilty. I have to raise my hand on that one. I have definitely been guilty of trying to be superwoman. Exactly. So kind of what's your motivation, Carol, for this year? Like, what are you looking forward to accomplishing just in general? My focus for this year, um, I'm really focused on generational wealth and growth and not so much as money, but just self-health, self-care and kind of focusing more towards my children, making sure they're on track and, and kind of looking at their lives and what's their goals and what's their expectations for themselves. So that's what's, that's my focus for this year, building generational Wealth and, and working with my children, understanding financial, having lit, financial literacy and understanding money and, and the value of it and what's the true purpose behind it. So that's where I'm going with that this year. I got you. So give us some insight on what your, your goals are for this year. Well, one of the things, you know, I've been recently contemplating is just intentionality with my time and my energy and my focus. 
And I want to be more intentional this year about enjoying the moments that are in my life and the actions that I take. I want to make sure that they're focused intentionally on something that I want to accomplish, whether it's writing a book or having a speaking engagement or producing our podcast on a weekly basis. I just want all of my actions to be intentional. So my focus is as a general, you know, goal setting is on being intentional because I think that's going to help me be a little bit more focused in my family and money and, you know, my work mm-hmm. life and all of the things that I'm doing. So just that intentionality with time. That sounds awesome. Well, thank you, my dear. (laughs) So today's episode, again, we're going to be talking about goal setting. And so I'm going to really just go into my process for setting goals. To our listeners out there, Carol and I decided to focus on goal setting in week five as opposed to week one, because everyone's focusing on it during week one, week two, week three, even of January. But when you get to this point in January, where you're getting ready to go into February, it is essential to maintain your focus and make sure you have your process down pack in terms of how you're going to go into this year. And so we felt like this episode would come as a reminder to people to be able to come and refocus and recenter yourselves on how you need to get your goals ready for the year. And if you hadn't done this process yet, this is a reminder that, okay, we're five weeks in, so let's get started. And if you have done the process of setting your goals, then this is a swift reminder that you need to keep going. So, Carol, you ready? I'm ready. Let's dive in. All right. Sweet. So the one thing that I do first when I set goals is I always want to review what I accomplished the previous year. This is important because it allows me to revisit the year at a glance and just kind of celebrate a little bit on, you know, what I've accomplished and what things were important to me. And also it reminds me of things that I did not accomplish and how I need to put those things as a priority for the new year. So that process is very reflective for me. And it also makes me aware of what I need to do moving forward. So that's kind of the first thing. The second thing I do, my husband and I, we have our wedding anniversary is on January 2nd. By the way, Carol, when is your wedding anniversary? It is September the 9th. September 9th. Okay. I should know that. (laughs) I'm going to know that from now on. All right. So our anniversary is January 2nd of every year. And so that's the day where we level set together. And so my husband and I go to a bookstore and we literally write out our goals and we set our course for the whole year. We establish what plans we have for ministry because he and I are both in ministry, what business plans we have for our businesses, and then what goals we have for our family, for each other as a couple our physical fitness, our health and wellness, our eating habits, you know, just any part of our life, any area that we want to have a goal in, we establish that by January 2nd. And that's been our consistent practice for 20, well, about 20 years of our 21-year marriage. The first year, I think we did something crazy and <laughs> tried to eat the wedding cake that was frozen. Um, and, did you do that, Carol? Did you freeze your wedding cake? Oh, yes. We tried to do it. And when it thawed out, it was horrible. Oh, my gosh. It did not go the way I planned at all. Not at all. Ours was disgusting. (laughs) It fell apart and it was like it had no moisture. Mm -hmm. So anyway, I digress. That was the first anniversary. So we didn't set any goals. 
by the second anniversary, we knew we had to do something different. (laughs) So that's what we do. And then we start by identifying those large areas that we're going to focus on for the year. And that's important because I think people, you know, really try to establish these big grandiose goals. And that's good, Mm -hmm. but you also want to make sure that you are covering enough topics or enough areas of your life so that your goal setting can be more comprehensive in nature. Then I write down a few action steps for each of those goals. And I make sure that I want, you know, that, that I'm, these are action steps that I'm willing to do and that I have the time to do. And then next, okay. I always attend a vision board party. So Carol, have you been to a vision board party yet? I haven't done that, but I always make one for, for myself with the whole pictures and everything. That's, that's my thing. I love doing that. I love having that visual. Yes. So important. So I actually just attended a vision board party called Diva's Dream Bigger. And it's my girlfriend. Her name is Trikika McIntyre. And so she hosts one every January. And in doing that or attending her vision board party, it gives me a chance to level set with other women. Uh, Some are moms, some are not. Most are moms. And we just kind of get together. We have a large kind of program. And then the program helps, helps us set the stage for our family, fun, finances, freedom, and faith and fitness. And then we do that in a group setting, hearing different speakers. And this year I had the privilege of being a speaker on the family topic. But then after we hear all the speakers, we have the opportunity to kind of level set, write down our goals, and then we create a vision board. And the vision board is so essential and I keep it in my war room. And the purpose of doing that is to make sure I can see what my goals are and have that visual, right? So that was great. I love doing yes. those. And yeah, then that sounds like an awesome experience. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Yes, exactly. It is a great experience. Like we have a great time. So you got to get with your girlfriends, Carol, in Florida <laughs> and then go to a vision okay, board. I'm going to I'm gonna have to make that one of my goals. I'm going to make that one of my goals. Yes. You should host the, the vision board party, Carol. <laughs> yes. Okay. I'll, I'll put that on my list for this year. Yes. That's look, that's Amy's goal on Carol's vision board. <laughs> Thank you you for the support. You're welcome. Anything to help you. And then the last thing I do is I have a war room and a war room is my prayer closet. And it's modeled after the movie, The War Room with Priscilla Shire, which prompted me to start a war room in my closet. And it's where I establish kind of what I'm praying for and what I want God to do in my life and what prayers I want him to answer and it's where I have my devotion and spend my quiet time with God every day and I pray. But it also has all of my vision boards around it so that it makes it a little bit more fun and spunky, right? But then it also gives me the clarity of, and the pictures of what I want to see God do in my life. And God is who I believe in. So of course, however you believe is you know, your choice and your faith, however you practice your faith. But that's what I believe. And so the war room allows me to have my my prayer request and the things that I want to see done. And then my vision boards up there. So all of that is a part of my process. So, Carol, what is your process for setting your goals? Okay, so individually, I set time aside to write down my goals and I do the short-term goals as well as long-term goals for myself. And like you said, when you write it down, you can go back and kind of see where you are and make sure that you're on track. 
Then me and my husband sit down and we talk about, you know, what are our individual goals that we wrote down and then what do we have for the family, the children, et cetera. And then also before the new year came in, we sat down with one of my children and I bought them a journal for them to sit down and write down their goals. And we tell them, okay, we give them a topic. It's like, okay, so for your education, you know, what are your goals as far as your grades this year? And then what are your goals as far as your health this year? And so we gave them each, you know, we went over those topics. We sat around the, the dining room table and they had their pen. And so they were writing things down. Some children were like, I need time to think. I was like, well, I need you to think now and write some, <laughs> write something down. And I throw them a couple, you know, try to throw them a couple of ideas. And they're like, mm, I'll, I'll think about it, you know, mm-hmm. that type of thing. But we try to get them involved with the goal setting. And I try to make sure they understand smart expectations. Yes. And I just want to... Talk about those smart expectations, you know, be specific, be the goals need to be measurable, achievable, results oriented and time bound because I like them to write the goal down, but put a time on it. So it kind of gives you it shows you whether you're on track or not. And then you're speaking something into existence. So I'm good. I I really like them to write down. You're going to graduate. Whatever your graduation date is, you need to write that down because when you write it down, you're you're put speaking that into existence and you're preparing for it. And I think about myself when I was in high school and I, I made the decision, well, in middle school, and I made the decision I want to be a pharmacist. I wrote, I remember writing that down. So when you have a goal in mind, it's so good to write it down because you're you're actively participating in speaking your future into existence. So that's my process as far as preparing for my goals. So I do it individually. Then me and my husband come together and then we sit the children down and have them to write theirs out. And sometimes you feel like, you know, sometimes I don't, I'm like, are you really paying attention? Are you really getting right. this? And then one day I see my daughter with her journal and it was just so unexpected. She just had it in her hand. We were, we were somewhere and I seen it. I was like, okay. They're getting it. Sometimes I don't think they're getting it, but right. they, they're listening. They're, they are. They're getting it. So I, I try to make sure they're part of, of goal setting and writing things down and having a vision, you know, visualizing. Like you said, the vision board, you have to visualize yourself doing it. So writing it down, putting a date on it, and it keeps it and it holds you accountable, too. You can go back and look at that journal and or your vision board and say, OK, am I where I need to be? If not, OK, let me get back on track. Right. Absolutely. And I love how you brought in your kids. I think I need to do a better job of that. (laughs) Confession is good for the soul. I think I need to do a better job of that because one of the things I was thinking about just today, actually, or yesterday, actually, was purchasing my children a calendar. So you know how they get the calendars from the school and then they use them. I don't know if your kids, if this happens to them, but they use them for about a month. And then they stop coming home. Like yes. the, the agendas. Yes. I don't know what it is, but I'm like, yes. as a former principal, stop buying the agendas because no one is using them. So it's a waste of money. If the kids are going to use them, fine. If they're going to be held accountable for having them signed every day, fine. But if they're not, then it's a waste of money. But I am going to get my two younger ones a calendar. We do buy those calendars for the older ones, the 16, 18 and 19 mm-hmm. year olds. But we need to get them for the eight and the 10 year old and help them to kind of write down the things that they want to do, but then also establish their goals and put them inside of their calendar or something that they're going to see every day. And I want them to make a vision board as well. So thank you, girl. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. But yes, and I have to, and I will also say that, you know, with your children, you know, you try to implement these things and teach them that, but sometimes they kind of, 
are a little resistant. So oh, it always kids. work, but you know, but you have to introduce it. And so they can, so they can, at some point, they'll, they'll get motivated on their own and implement what you're teaching them. So you have to start somewhere. So, you know, it doesn't always go the way you plan. And I, myself, I was looking for that journal because my son was like, he forgot a homework assignment. I was like, where's that journal? I am going to find this journal. And you, I mean, that the, yeah, the journal that they use for school yeah. to write things down in. I'm like, where is it? We're going to find it. <laughs> You're going to use it. <laughs> Making that baby. <laughs> I know what peers are going through. Yes. <laughs> I know what you're going through. I know the struggle. It's, it's real. It's really it real. It is real. And for those moms out there who are like, um, I cannot get my kids to sit down at the table, let alone get them to do a vision board. Oh, we yeah. do this thing called Mufata. And Mufata is, and you, you'll probably hear me say that multiple times. Mufata is mandatory family time. So it's MFT, but we just call it Mufata because it sounds better. And we, we string it all together with invisible vowels. And so Mufata is where we call a mandatory family time or a family meeting where whoever calls it, you know, everyone else just has to do it. So somebody called a Mufata in my family to go out to a restaurant. So we went to the restaurant. Somebody called one to go and go bowling. And so we went bowling. So whoever calls it, you just go and do what they want you to do. And it's always respectful and something fun. So I would consider those moms who say, you know, I can't get my kids to sit down. Just say, okay, we're going to have a mandatory family meeting and we're going to reset and reestablish what we're going to do and then have the supplies ready to go when you call the meeting and get started. Like, of course, everybody's going to, you know, come with their own set of agenda items and things that they need to do or places they should have gone or needed to go. And this meeting is interrupting their life. But you are the mommy and you're in charge. <laughs> so you tell them, no, we will do this. We can do this as a family. And that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to call my kids together and say, we're making a vision board for you guys. And this is what you're going to put on it. And this is what, you know, what mommy has done for years. And now I want to teach you to do the same thing because you're right. We have to make sure our kids see it, get introduced to it. And then, you know, they can take it from there and express their creativity. Awesome. And I can, and I can definitely, definitely relate because we have a weekly family meeting. And so that's our time that we, we sit, we're, everything stops. Phones are down. Sometimes you have to take those phones. It's like, I really need it. No, no, no. <laughs> phones go down and it gives us a chance to go over anything that we see need, need, they need to work on and things that might not be getting done or even for good reasons to give them praise for something they, they have done and accomplished or what have you. And then we also give them a moment to speak during this time to share their feelings on something. And so it kind of it allows you to gauge, you know, where we are, what we're doing, where we're headed and who needs maybe more support than other child or they might feel a certain way. And, and we're really good. My husband, he is such a loving and patient man. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, right. I want to talk about him a lot more later on different other episodes, but he's really good about being patient and listening to the kids and asking, you know, how are you feeling? Now I grew up differently right. with my 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 mom right. was a very stern woman. It was kind of like you're a child, do it as I say, period. Your feelings right. don't count at this moment. But with my husband, he's really big on how are you feeling? How do you feel? I want to hear it and let's talk. And sometimes you know, we might need to apologize. They may say, well, what you said hurt my feelings, X, Y, Z. And it's like, well, that was not my intentions, but this is my moment to say, you know what? I do apologize. And, you know, what, what do you need from us? So 
I, I can really relate to making time to start what you're doing and, and having that having that group discussion and having time with your family. It's really, really good. Yes, I love that. And I'm actually going <laughs> to I'm going to steal that one, too, Carol. <laughs> you are giving me all kinds <laughs> of great ideas. And I hope our <laughs> listeners are also taking away these great ideas. But we used to have regular family meetings. And with a large family, you know, it gets crazy. Schedules get crazy. Meetings get canceled. But I think that that is in order. So thank you for sharing that with me and sharing that with our audience, because that is something that actually can in the world of fast pace and, you know, high uses of technology. That's something that can really bring the family back together. So that's a great idea. Weekly meetings. Fantastic. Well, Carol, that's all I have today. I think that we've exhausted kind of this topic of setting goals and just making sure our audience knows that, you know, with it being the fifth week of January, there is still time to set your goals and establish your course for the year so that you are literally ready for the upcoming year and you're also ready to have a prosperous year. So thank you for listening. Thank you. This was a great topic. And I learned so much from you as well. That's some things that I can implement. So it's like, thank you for your ideas. <laughs> I, I really enjoyed them. And so um, I'm I'm going to let you hold me accountable for that vision board yes. party. <laughs> that I'm going to set my goal for that this year. So that that's something to get excited exactly. about. Exactly. I may come to Florida and be a, and, and be in attendance. <laughs> hey, that'll, that'll be awesome. That We might have to put that on the yes. calendar. That sounds awesome. That would be great. And so I guess we're coming to a conclusion of this podcast. So, well, thanks for listening to the 210 Podcast, where we shine light on topics for busy moms. Be sure to leave a comment and share this podcast with family and friends. Make sure you follow 210 Podcast on Facebook and Twitter. And thank you for tuning in and have a great day.